What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Tail Goats. We got a tribe wrap up for you, and it's also Brown's schedule release day. The Indians and Cubs just finished up uh, two games apiece, two game series, quick four game homestand, and the tribe now stands at 20 and 14. They're still one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. And obviously, the day the Browns fans were all waiting for is the Browns schedule release day. And my immediate gut reaction is that the, the Browns got shafted a little bit as it pertains to uh, national attention, even though they got uh, three primetime games, which we'll get to that in a little bit. I'm going to do another quick episode here and kind of just run through the Tribe games. Um, once again, they had a four-game homestead, two games with the Reds, two games with the Cubs. Uh, they split the first series with the Reds, and obviously the lone loss of the four-game homestand was uh, Friday night. The Wade Miley no-hitter, and um, it, it, it was a weird game in it that you obviously got no hit, and, and getting no hit uh, in Major League Baseball is relatively <laughs> unacceptable for all intents and purposes, but... It was a weird no-hitter loss in it that both starters going into um, the ninth inning had thrown had thrown shutouts. Zach Plasek for the Indians was phenomenal in his best start of the year, and quite frankly, one of his best starts of his career. He had eight innings pitched, only gave up three hits, no earned runs, and seven strikeouts. Had a phenomenal game, but unfortunately, it was Wade Miley's night. Long as uh, I believe it's his only complete game of, of his career. And he obviously no-hit the Indians. Um, he was phenomenal. Zach Playsack was also uh, phenomenal. Uh, Emmanuel Classe, not a, not a good night. He uh, ended up not recording an out, gave up three hits. Um, he had three runs, two of them earned, and and he took the, the loss. Um, weird game. Weird game in it that, once again, you got no hit, but it was a good game. But it's a the the tail of this lineup that um, they're, they're gonna go hot and they're gonna go they're gonna get uh, really cold at times. And unfortunately, it was a quick cold stint as they bounced back Saturday night. Um, and they they beat the Reds. Uh, Luis Castillo uh, dropped a one and four on the year. He didn't have a very good game. Only lasted four innings. Gave up five hits, six runs, only four of them earned two walks and, and two strikeouts. Uh, Aaron Savale, though, uh, sec, uh, he leads the American League in wins. Uh, he's 4-0. He only, uh, he only uh, trails in the Major League, Jack Flaherty, in wins. Um, Aaron Savale, now 5-0. Seven innings pitched, five hits, one run, one earned, uh, two walks and five strikeouts. He's 5-0 on the year. He's now dropped his uh, ERA on the season, 2.91. Um, big got no hit on Friday night, but a big day at the plate for the tribe. Eleven hits. Uh, Cesar Hernandez uh, had a big three-run uh, RBI triple in the bottom of the fourth, and uh, Jose uh, Ramirez, Josh Naylor, and Jake Bowers all had multi-hit games. Uh, they rained out Sunday, so they split the series. They went one and one, uh, which brought us to uh, the off day on Monday, following the rain out on Sunday. A quick two-game series with the Cubbies. Tuesday night, uh, Eldert uh, El- Elzale, uh started the game for the Cubbies versus our very own Shane Bieber, who's now just having a fantastic start to his season. 
Uh, he went six and two thirds. Gave him nine hits again. Uh, back to back games where he's gave up a lot of hits, but once again, done enough to win the game. Um, he only surrendered two earned runs, three walks, eight strikeouts, and one home run. He gave up to Eric Solgard, which was his first home run of the season. But uh, Shane Beaver improves to four and two. Um, Jose Ramirez tied the game in the fourth with a solo home run, and uh, Cesar Hernandez. Had a two-run home run in the fifth inning to give us a lead and the lead for good as the Tribe won that game 3-2. to two. Previously, before this game, the, the Indians had only had uh, one one-run win on the year. And they come back and get um, their, their second one uh, right off the bat the next week against the Cubs. Uh, Bieber, I, I don't know, how long does this streak really go? 20, 20 games with eight strikeouts or more. That's now an MLB record. And uh, Emmanuel Classe got recorded his seventh save of the year. Uh, he, he's been phenomenal as well. So um, game two uh, finished up that today, and I started working on the notes. Um, another win, but also another um, 1-1 win. Back-to-back games and an extra inning win for the Tribe. Um, St. Hans, uh, Jez, he he's now 1-0 and on the year. Was 1-0 on the year uh, coming into the game. Four and two-thirds innings pitched, only four hits, no no earned runs, four walks, and six strikeouts. Awesome game for him. Um, and then, obviously, the Indians turned it over the, to the bullpen. The bullpen held their own. <laughs> Another phenomenal game by them. Uh, the Indians uh, faced off against soft-throwing Zach Davies. He went five and a third, six hits, only one earned run, two walks, and four strikeouts. Um, the scoring for the game, um, Jack Peterson doubled off of Brian Shaw, who's who's also been phenomenal this year. Um, one chink in the armor here. Uh, the double off, uh, from Jack Peterson, the sixth, opened up the scoring one nothing. And Ahmed Rosario, who had it was the really the player of the game, other than the pitching in total, uh, doubled in the sixth to tie the game. Uh, Karen Check pitched in the top of the tenth. He had a walk and two strikeouts, and had one, one of the most uh, animated walking off of the mounds uh, I've seen out of anybody uh, in a Cleveland Indians uniform in a long time. The dude's always automated, but uh, he. he He's slowly earning his stripes and his name around the league, allowing himself to do something like that. Uh, he got his first win of the year. Uh, his ERA is now 0.52, which is just uh, unreal. Um, <laughs> Ahmad Rosario singled in the bottom of the 10th uh, to win the game. Uh, bases are loaded, and he walked it off with a single to right field. Indians moved to 20-14. and 14. Uh, Phenomenal start. We're almost at that 40-game barometer um, that will be there. I'm likely not going to do another podcast until after this road trip um, so I can give uh, the whole 40-game breakdown. And um, as I said in the last podcast, 40 games is really the barometer of how you measure where a baseball team's at. Um, We're at 34. So we're six short. We're going to go on a seven-game road trip. We're going to play the AL West for the first time. we got four games on the road against Seattle, who's currently... At the time of taping, eighteen and eighteen on the year, and then a three uh, three more games out west um, to travel south to play the Los Angeles uh, Angels. Um, they're sixteen nineteen on the year. 
Um, at the time of taping, the, the White Sox and Twins are playing tonight. We currently trail the White Sox by half a game. Um, and the Twins, <laughs> I don't, look, I, I've got a, a, a little bit of a Twins following on Twitter. I don't, I don't want to dog these guys too much because I, I know that they can get hot, but that bullpen that they have is just absolutely hot garbage right now. They're 12 and 21. Any lead, any one or, or two run lead in late innings for them is not safe. I, I we we know that feeling all too well in Cleveland. There's, like I said before, teams in the in the two thousands that were relatively decent teams that just couldn't hold leads, and that's that's where the Twins stand right now is they can't win those close games. So I ran through the tribe stuff there relatively quickly. I want to keep wanted to keep this podcast short because it's, I'm by myself again, and I I don't want to be down here uh, just talking by myself. Andy and Mark both could not make it tonight. We'll get them back here very very soon. But let's move on to the Cleveland Browns schedule release day. Gut reaction. Not very happy with the respect for um, what the Browns did last year. Um, I thought there would be maybe two more primetime games. I know we got three. I know that um, asking for five is kind of a lot, but I think that we're going to be one of those marquee teams this year that demands that. Um, the other thing that jumped out at me, and I literally just got off a call explaining myself how I felt about the schedule is that um, the first nine games, I think we have a real shot at going eight and one, and that includes an eight game win streak. The the second half of the schedule, um, it, it is a lot harder. There's some traps in the first half. Don't get me wrong. Um, we're gonna go through each and every one. And I'll give you uh, from my hip the my predictions for each game. Uh, just win and loss. I'm not going to do the score. Um, once again, and someone's got to hit me up. I didn't. I didn't look into this. Um, we have nine home games and eight road games. Obviously, it's a 17 game schedule. 18 weeks in total for the NFL. Um, you still get the bye week. Only three preseason games. Um, that the three preseason games aren't aren't going to really affect. The Browns too much. Um, some of the younger teams in the league, and I know we're pretty young, but some of the younger teams that are trying to still find out what their identity is, it's going to be a lot harder on some of the those teams that have rookie head coaches um, to really develop who they are and, and who's going to make the team. But fortunately for us, that's not our problem anymore. Um, why do we have nine home games? I, I don't know, but we have eight road games. We lucked out there. Um <laughs> so let's get after this schedule. Week one, September twelfth, four twenty-five game on the road at Arrowhead Stadium. The facing the Kansas City Chiefs. They were fourteen and two last year. Obviously, we lost in the divisional round against them, and they lost in the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I, I'm really happy we're leading off the year with this game. It's the, the, the obviously um, on paper the toughest game we have in the year. Um, I really think it gives Kevin Stefanski a chance to see where we're at early, and um, I, I I have us losing this game. I have us losing this game. It, it's too early for our our defense to really um, be in sync. Um, a lot of young guys, a lot of speed. Um, you revamp the entire defense. If if we win this game, it's because 
the offense is, or I'm sorry, the defense is in sync, makes a few big plays, um, forces the turnover, and uh, obviously Baker and the running backs and the whole offensive scheme does its thing. I have us losing. Don't I, don't shoot me. Don't come after me. Um, I have us starting off zero and one. Um, it's a good thing that uh, it, the good thing is is if we w- lose this game, you know Kevin Stefanski has that opportunity to come after the team and say, "Hey, tough game. It's a loss. Counts as one loss." But you know what? Maybe maybe we're not as good. Maybe we're not as good as everybody thinks we are. And it, this is an opportunity for us to grow, get better, work harder. And um, I have us going on eight game winning streak after that. Partially in due to, I think that the schedule is very favorable. I think there's a lot of winnable um, out of conference road games and and the uh, home game against the Bears. I think that game, those games are very winnable. Um, if we take care of business, those are games we can win. So let's run through it here. September 19th, 1 o'clock game at home. We open up our home opener against the lowly Houston Texans. God only knows who their quarterback's going to be. Uh, obviously, Deshaun Watson has made it known that he completely and totally wants out of Houston. I have no idea. They, I, I, I had this idea that they they want him, but um, he wants out. And I, I think that's a very, very winnable game at home. So I have us moving to one and one. I'll move on for the Texans. I, I I hovered on the the Chiefs because I I mean it's an important game. It really is going to show us who we are uh, week one and uh, where we have room to improve and grow. Um, so one and one after week two, week three, September twenty sixth, one o'clock game against the Chicago Bears. The Bears last year were eight and eight, and they were second in the uh, the NFC North. Um, obviously they ju- they traded up to get Justin Fields. Andy Dalton started right now. Uh, it's not going to be very long, I think, before um, Justin Fields has started there. But gosh, I mean, their quarterback room right now, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, and Nick Foles. It, it, it's a great, great quarterback room. Lots of veterans there to learn from. But he's a different quarterback. He doesn't play like them. Um, he, he can move. He can throw on the run. Um He's got, uh, you know, a couple of weapons around him, but I think this is a game that we win it at home and we move to two and one. The Bears are right there. The Bears are going to, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this year. Eight and eight last year. Um, I have them roughly around the same record uh, this year. Week four, moving on. October 3rd, one o'clock game at Minnesota Vikings. They went uh, seven and nine last year. Uh, they were, Third in the NFC North. Um, interesting game because I think it's a bit of a, a trap game. Everybody knows that like Kirk Cousins can really let it go. Uh, they still have Dalvin Cook. They have Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. They're still pretty damn good. Um, it's gonna, it, Once again, it's going to depend on, you know, how are we going to do against their defense and... This is a game I have us winning, moving to three and one, but is definitely a trap game. It's tough to win on the road in the NFL. Minnesota is expected to have fans, full stadium. It gets loud there. Um, this is a big one. This is a big game that you know the the over under on wins is ten and a half for us to get there. I really think you got to beat the Vikings on the road. Moving on, three and one, uh, week five. 
October 10th, 4 o'clock game on the road at the Los Angeles Chargers. Last year, they were 7-9. They were, obviously, they're in the AFC West. That is uh, who we're playing this year in the AFC. Um, What do you want me to say about them? Obviously, Justin Herbert (laughs) lost a ton of close games last year. Um, They're... Their defense is still a bit suspect. Uh, you know they're still bringing back Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. They have Jared Cook. I don't know who the Chargers are <laughs> this year. Um, and this is another tough game to pick because it's back to back road games, long road trips. Um, they they have they still have Joey Bosa to get after Baker, but once again a part of the eight game win streak. I have us winning this one. Four and one. Moving on, week six, October 17th, four o'clock game at home. First, the Arizona Cardinals, eight and eight, and they were uh, NFC West opponent. They're the extra 17th game this year. They, you know, kind of beat up on us two years ago, and um, they're another eight and eight team we're facing, and it's going to be another very interesting game that. At home at 4 o'clock, I have us winning. Um, it's going to be another tough one, but I really have us winning and getting on, and continuing this win streak after losing to the Chiefs in Week 1. I have us 5-1. and one. Um, Week 7, October 21st, it's our first primetime game, 8-20, Thursday Night Football, Denver Broncos, they were 5-11. and 11. Once again, another AFC West team that we're playing. Um, I I really think we should be able to take care of business against the Denver Broncos. They um still trying to maybe trade for Green Bay uh, Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers. I have no idea what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers, but currently they have Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, man, this one's tough. I thought that they were going to take a couple steps forward last year, five and eleven. But at home, Thursday night football, we're not losing at home in prime time. Six and one, and the six game winning streak. Week eight, this is a Halloween matchup. October 31st, one o'clock game. Face the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I can't remember a time that um, the Browns had went seven weeks into the season without playing an AFC North team. And obviously, everybody knows our history with the Steelers last year. We split the regular season with them, and then beat them, beat them up in the divisional. Uh, I'm sorry, in the wild card round. But they're still the division champs, and and until further notice, you know the the division runs through them in Baltimore. So, gotta take biz- care of business at home. I know I've been using that phrase a lot, but. This team is this team is going to be pretty damn good, and this is our first opportunity to show the AFC North, um, you know, who's the new king of the North. Um, I have us winning again, seven and one. Week nine, November seventh, one o'clock game, first road game in the AFC North. We're going down to Cincinnati. They were four and eleven last year, and there's some confusion on what's going on with Joe Burrow if he's going to be able to play Week one. Or if he's going to be held out a little bit to see see when he's ready in a hundred percent, you know, the Bengals the the Bengals have to protect him 
And I talked about on that live stream about how I thought that they were going to address offensive line in the first round. Um, they didn't, and they, you know, went and got uh, Jamar Chase. Um, I think we go down to Cincinnati and win. And that's where the winning streak stops at 8-1. and one. Because in week 10, we go to Foxborough. November 7th, I'm sorry, November 14th, 1 o'clock game. On the road against the Patriots. They were 7-9 in the AFC East last year. Obviously, it brought back Cam Newton. They drafted Mac Jones to back them up. Back him up, but... Obviously, if you're drafting a quarterback in the first round, he's got to play at some point. I don't know when he will. Um, I'm a big Mac Jones fan. I don't know if he's going to be the quarterback by then, but I have us losing in on the road at Foxborough. I don't know. I think that that's just where the buck stops. I, I think that that's a long winning streak, and I think it's absolutely doable. Um, Bill Belichick... Still the mastermind and finds a way to get it done. I think we can lose a close one, New England. Uh, week 11, November 21st, 1 o'clock game. Come back home. Last year, they were 5-11 in the NFC North. The Detroit Lions, they just went and got Jared Goff. Um, I have us winning this one. It's I can't remember. It's like the Battle of the Barge or something like that when we play them in the preseason. I hope it's on the line in the regular season, but... The the Lions the Lions have work to do. Um, I don't think they're there yet. I, I don't I don't think the I, I don't I don't think their defense is very good. I don't think their offense is very good. Um, I think they're in for a long season, and uh, we get the win after losing on the road in Foxborough. So we're at nine and two, um, week. 12, November 28th is a Sunday night game, 8-20 at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens were wild card. Uh, wild card last year, they went 11-5. I have us losing this one on the road. Um, Baltimore, well, like I said, kind of about Pittsburgh, the division still runs through them. I think this is a relatively tough game to win on the road, but definitely winnable um, if we can contain... Um, you got to be able to contain Lamar Jackson and their slew of weapons. Absolute slew of weapons at wide receiver. They got J.K. Dobbins, and you know they run on uh, running back by committee. Those guys are always fresh, and they always have a tough defense. Um, I think we lose this one on the road. Uh, we, that would drop us to 9-3. and three. Then this is another reason why the Browns kind of got hosed. I don't understand the bye week and then you play the Ravens at home. Um, the taste of that loss is going to linger long through that that bye week. You get them at home and we come back and win. Um, that would move us to ten and three. And then they have us listed uh, week fifteen. It's a December eighteenth, December nineteenth. Uh, it's either a Saturday, Sunday game, one o'clock predicted right now. Uh, it's a home game. Los, the Vegas Raiders were 8-8 eight and eight last year. Um, obviously, we... we <laughs> Ugly win last year, but play them again this year. 11-3. Uh, 
that gets us over the hump of the 10.5 Vegas wins. All right. Week 16. It's a Christmas Day game. Um, December 25th. 4.30 game at the Green Bay Packers. This is the biggest question mark. They were 13-3 last year, NFC North, made the conference championship and lost to the Buccaneers. Um, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. They currently have um, Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't happy. Uh, I don't know if it's a money thing. I don't know if it's a, they drafted Jordan Love thing. I don't know if it's... The, I mean, it's, I don't think it's the weapons thing. I, I have no idea. The dude's like the mayor, mayor, uh, mayor of Green Bay, and I haven't figured that part out yet, but let's play pretend, and they come to their senses, and, and he remains a Packer. Um, I think going up to Lambeau and getting a win on Christmas Day is pretty tough, so I have us losing. It has drops us to 11-4. and four. Week 17, January 3rd, 8-15 Monday night football game at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, once again, I think this is an unfortunate road, uh, road primetime game at Pittsburgh. And I just, I don't know. I I have a weird feeling they beat us near the end of the year and that would drop us to 11 and five. Um, week 18, January 9th, one o'clock home game, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I have us winning 12 and five. Uh, unfortunately, I don't I don't know why my wife chooses to go to the last game of the year, but with it being extended one extra week, January 9th at home on <laughs> the lakefront is uh, brutal. So twelve and five, um, that might get us uh, a, a buy potentially, um, or at least a home game in the wild card round, which is super exciting. Um, I I really don't know if 12 is feasible. I think I talked about the Vikings and Chargers games. Um you lose one of those two you get you, you drop back down to 11 wins. Um can you sneak one of those primetime games on the road against the Ravens or Pittsburgh and get another win? Uh, where's the trap where's the trap game in those first 9 games? Where I have us winning eight in a row. Um, Arizona Cardinals at home? I don't know. That's a cool four o'clock game. I'm excited. And I'm excited to have a four o'clock game on Sunday, mid October. You could have some really great weather in Cleveland um mid October. Could be gorgeous. So that's a great tailgame game to look forward to. Um suffice to say, I'm kinda of glad those two prime time Monday night and Sunday night games are on the road. Um, not the most fun tailgate. It, it sucks when how they let people in, and then it's just a long day of, of tailgating, and then even a longer night with due to the, the primetime games just being much longer. Um, personally, I'm excited about the, the, the Chiefs' uh, opening game. Um even though I expect us to lose, I think that I'm going to do my best and go out to uh, where I went to grad school, meet up with all my friends out Kansas City. That should be in their tailgating experience is just is amazing. Um, so Arrowhead and 
Kauffman Stadium are next door to each other. That parking lot is just massive. So if you plan on going to that the Chiefs road uh, road game, you got to get your hotel early because um, gorgeous weather out there in September, super hot, but there's no real hotel scene other than the Drury Hotel that's right nearby. Um, that'll be sold out relatively quickly. So I have us at 12 and 5. Um, hit me up in whatever comments, tweets. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, not yet on YouTube. We're trying to figure that one out. And Twitch, that's all at Tailgoats. That's another episode in the books. You got to try to get some UFC on here um, because the Browns talk is relatively going to be dead here for the next couple months until relatively training camp. Um, maybe I'll get them on and we'll talk um, some Browns. But look forward to more Indians and UFC and a, a Cavs wrap up here soon. Until next time, guys, I'll see you later.